Now then, I'm Mike Harding and you are very welcome indeed to another hour and a lot of the very best in folk, roots and acoustic music. And today is my birthday, so I'm sitting here in the shed with a slice of birthday cake and a small glass of something made in the Western Isles of Scotland. And I'm going to play autobiographical tracks because that's the mood I'm in at the moment. I'm going to kick off with a song from Lonnie Donegan, who changed my life and the lives of many, many other people, because before Lonnie Donegan came along when I was about 12, 13, all we had to sing were things like, I'm a pink toothbrush, you're a blue toothbrush, have we met somewhere before? Or, Gilly Gilly Awesome Pfeffer Casanella Bogan by the Sea. I'm sure those of you old enough will remember those two wonderful pieces of songwriting. Well, that's all we had until this man came along and changed our lives completely. I didn't know when I learned it that I was singing a Woody Guthrie song, but I was. Now the world holds seven wonders that the travellers always tell. Some gardens and some towers, I guess you know them well. But now the greatest wonder is in Uncle Sam's fair land. It's the big Columbia River and the big Grand Coulee Dam. She heads up the Canadian Rockies where the rippling waters glide. Comes roaring down the canyon for to meet that salty tide of the big Pacific Ocean where the sun sinks in the west. In the big Grand Coulee country, in the land I love the best. In the misty crystal glitter of the wild and windward spray, men have fought the pounding waters and made a watery grave. Why she tore their but she gave men dreams to dream Of the day the coolie dam Would cross that wild and wasted stream Now Uncle Sam took up the challenge In the year of 33 For the farmer and the factory And all of you and me He said roll along Columbia You can roll down to the sea But river while you're rambling You can do some work for me In the mystic crystal glitter Four of us in Kenny Fullen's front room, all playing really cheap guitars with a T-chest bass, and we were singing Lonnie Donegan songs, and we were all of 12, 13, 14. 
learning the entire canon. We did have other songs. I mean, in my particular house, it was an Irish household, pretty much. So we would get lots of Irish musical songs and tunes. And there were school folk songs as well. We learnt with singing together the BBC radio programme. So we learnt things like Early One Morning and Boney Was a Warrior. And then Saturday mornings on the BBC radio, we had children's favourites with Uncle Mac, which very often included this, which was one of all us kids' favourites, Burl Ives with Big Rock Candy Mountain. Oh, the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees, the soda water fountain, where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in that Big Rock Candy Mountain. On a summer's day in the month of May, a burly bum come a-hiking down a shady lane near the sugar cane. He was looking for his liking. As he strolled along, he sung a song of a land of milk and honey where a bum can stay for many a day and he won't need any money. Oh, 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 oh. The buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees The soda water fountain Where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings In that big rock candy mountain In the big rock candy mountain The cops have wooden legs the bulldogs all have rubber teeth And the hens lay soft-boiled eggs The farmer's trees are full of fruit The barns are full of hay I want to go where there ain't no snow Where the sleet don't fall And the wind don't blow In that big rock candy mountain Oh the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees The soda water fountain Where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings In that big rock candy mountain Oh, 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 oh. The buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees the soda water fountain where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in that big rock candy mountain their lives there with the big rock candy mountain from the album of the same name and i forgot to back announce lonnie donegan that was Lonnie Donegan from the best of Lonnie Donegan with the Grand Cooley Dam, a song written by Woody Guthrie. Apparently he was commissioned to write it by the authority that was building the big Grand Cooley Dam. Well, I mentioned a little bit about how Irish music influenced me from quite early on. My grandparents were from Dublin and from Tipperary, respectively, and a fairly interesting bunch they were too. One of my great-great-great-grandmothers was apparently deported, or should I say transported, from Australia for stabbing a man who tried to rape her. 
Good stuff. Anyway, the Irish music happened in the house at Singerals. My Auntie Julia played the fiddle and the piano. And then I also went to the Irish club and pubs in Manchester. While I was still at school, a bloke called Bill Sloyan from Kilshimock, County Mayo, who was the dad of my best pal, Barry Sloyan, taught me to play the penny whistle. And the very first tune he taught me was this one. And I just happened to have a tin whistle handy. better than I was 50 odd years ago when I first learnt that. However, here's Tony Howley, ex-Manchester, great saxophone player with a much, much better version of Off to California, otherwise known as the Whiskey Hornpipe. Thank you. 
<laughs> I love the sound of that. Great stuff. Off to California, and the second old bike, which isn't named on the track, is the Home Ruler. Tom Cousins and Tony Rowley. Tom Cousin on banjo, of course, and Tony Howley on saxophone from the album There's Always Room in Our House. I've got a little story I'll tell you very quickly about the Tim Whistle. I went with my then-girlfriend to hitchhike around Ireland to buy myself a genuine Irish penny whistle. So I left Manchester, we hitchhiked to Liverpool, got on the boat from Liverpool to Dublin, and then we hitchhiked all round Wexford, Waterford, all around the coast of Cork, up to Kerry, Killarney, then through Clare, and up to Galway, ending up in Galway City, where I went to a shop called The Four Corners, or Powell's. It's still there in Galway City. It's still a music shop. And I bought myself a genuine Irish tin whistle. I think it cost me a shilling at the time. I got it outside and I unwrapped it from its greaseproof paper. And there along the side were the words Clark Tin Whistle Company, New Moston, Manchester 10. <laughs> All the Irish tin whistles were made about a mile from where I was living. <laughs> So there I was, full of Irish music and folk music, trying to learn songs as fast as I could, learning things like, I don't know, Spanish is the loving tongue, and I ride an old paint. And I walked into a Manchester pub one night and saw Harry Boardman, and this was my conversion on the road to Damascus, because there was a bloke singing Lancashire folk songs about the factories, about the mills, about the people who worked in them, and songs from the Manchester streets, including this one. I'll have a collier for my sweetheart. I went out to get some water, get some water for me tea, and I caught me foot and down I stumbled, a collier lads come kissing me. My mother said I mustn't have a collier, it would surely break her heart. I don't care what my mother tells me, I'll have a collier for my sweetheart. If you leave your collier, sweetheart, I'll buy you a guinea gold ring. You shall have a silver cradle for to rock your baby in. I don't want your silks and satins, I don't want your guinea gold ring, I don't want your silver cradle for to rock my baby in. Collier lads get gold and silver, Frantis lads get nout but brass, and who'd be married to a lad from Frantis when there are plenty of Collier lads? My mother said I could be a lady if from me collier land and fart. I'd sooner walk on the bottom of the ocean than I'd give up me collier sweetheart. I went out to get some water, get some water for me tea. Caught me foot and down I stumbled, the collier lads come kissing me.
Barry Boardman, the late great Lancashire folk singer, with I'll have a collier for my sweetheart, from the album Trans Pennine. Well, like I say, it was a conversion. I then started to immerse myself in traditional Lancashire folk songs. I got a banjo, and I got myself a concertina for ten quid from a junk shop down the back streets of Manchester, and I started to bore everybody with my versions of Lancashire folk songs. And I also started to learn lots of other stuff as well, immersing myself very deeply in the songs of people like Alex Campbell, Nigel Denver and the Ian Campbell folk group. And while I was doing all of this, I came across Martin Carthy, who also was a great influence on me. Not that I could ever be a singer or guitarist like Martin, but he did actually teach me quite a lot about guitar styles. And I'll never forget the first album I got of his, which shows him sitting on a pallet, being lifted up by a crane, playing the guitar. We've all done daft cover shots for our albums. Well, daft cover shot it may well have been, but it was one of the most influential albums of all time, simply called Martin Carthy. It contained many, many songs which went on to become classics and to enter the folk song canon, and which we all copied. This is one of them. Martin's version of the traditional song, High Germany. Go a marching to the beating of a drum. Go dress yourself all in your best and come along with me. I'll take you to the war, my love, in high Germany. Oh, Willie, love, oh, Willie, come list what I do say. Me feet, they are so tender, I cannot march away. And besides, my dearest Willie, I am with child by thee, not fitted for the war, my love in high Germany. I'll buy for you a horse, my love, and on it you shall ride. And all my delight shall be in a riding by your side. We'll stop at every ale house and drink when we are dry. We'll be true to one another, get married by and by. Oh, cursed be them cruel wars that ever they should rise. And out of a merry England press many a man likewise. They pressed me true love from me, likewise my brothers three. And sent them to the war, my love in high Germany. Me friends I do not value, nor me bones I do not fear. Now my love has left me, I wander far and near. And when me baby it is born and a smiling on my knee, I'll think of lovely Willie in high Germany. Oh Polly, love, oh Polly, the route has now begun. Drum. Go dress yourself all in your best and come along with me. I'll take you to the war, my love in high Germany. First released in 1965 on the Fontana label, label which also had Nigel Denver on it. That was Martin Carthy 
from the album of the same name with High Germany. I was working in a bookshop in Manchester at that time and one of the lads working there with me was called John Halliwell. He came up to me one day and he said, what kind of music do you like then? So I said, hmm, folk music. I thought I'd better admit it straight away so he didn't find out later and curse me for it. He said, oh, he said, I play in a jug band called the Edison Bell Spasm Band. Why don't you jam with us one night? And I did. And I ended up joining the band. The Edison Bell Spasm Band was a jug band comprised of John on guitar, Dave Howard on washboard and Steph Hoyle on jug. I played kazoo, tin whistle and mandolin. And between us, we made quite a fist of some good old jug band music and had a heck of a time playing with the other three lads. And this is one of the songs we used to do in the pubs and clubs around the north. Here's the Memphis Jug Band with Whitewash Station Blues. And when you're listening to this, please imagine me stood there with a pair of National Health Specs on and a beard that was far too big for me, trying to sound like a southern black jug band player. Might stretch the imagination a bit. Build a white white station, two miles of blue to pull the jug band a half a chance. Build a white white station, two miles of blue to pull the jug band a half a chance. You can do your whistle. Blow your horn, the Memphis Jug Band, the Benyard and Gong, the White Watch Station, two miles of glory for the Jug Band of Howard. I say, the Jug Band of Howard. Now, if you want to get to heaven, I tell you what to do. You put on a sock, the boot and the shoe. You place a bottle of corn in your right hand. That'll pass you right over in the promised land. And if you meet the devil, he asks you how you do. I'm on my way to heaven, don't you want to go too? You know there's a place, I do just as well. They call White Wash Station, ten miles from here. Build a White Wash Station, two miles of glory for the jug man to have a chance. Or build a White Wash Station, two miles of glory for the jug man to have a chance. Lord, mama, what's on your mind? You keep me worried about it all the time. White Wash Station, two miles of glory for the jug man to have a chance. I say, jug man to have a Oh, 
Well, just imagine the four of us crushed up in a Morris Minor Thousand, belonging, I think, to Dave's dad. And uh, guitar, mandolin, jug, kazoo, penny whistle, all crammed in this car, off to various gigs around the country. Three lads from Radcliffe and a lad from Crumsell. But, my, we had some fun. Whitewash Station Blues, Memphis Jug Band, the best of country blues. The jug band used to practice in our house in Lower Crumsell, very tiny, two up and two down, terraced house with an outside toilet and a tin bath hanging from a nail on the wall. And I had two small children at the time, two little babies, and it was obvious that we couldn't actually practice underneath their bedroom and keep them awake, so we used to slope off down the road to a pub called the Old House at Home, a Wilson's pub in the days when Wilson's made really fabulous beer. We were practising there one night in this pub in the middle of a huge chemical factory because the pub was on Crown land and the chemical works hadn't been able to buy it, so stuck there in the middle of all these retorts and steam pipes and machines was this tiny old pub with bags and bags of character. Anyway, we rehearsed in there one night and Bill and Trudy, the landlord and landlady, said to us, Why don't you start a folk club here, get something going? Because what you do is good. So we did. We started a folk club in the pub, ran the club there for a couple of years, then moved to the White Lion, further down the road in Blakely, where we had people like Dave Berlin, Nick Jones, Tony Rose, Christy Moore, the Dransfields, loads and loads of folkies on the road, made their way at one time or another to the old house at home or the White Lion, Blakely. Here's Dave Berlin, one of the many lads who came our way, with the title track from his album, A Dalesman's Litany. I love this song and it's ironic that I came to live in the Yorkshire Dells myself many years later on. It's hard when folks can't find the work way they was bred and born. When I was young I always thought well I'd bide mid its and corn. But I've been forced to work in towns so is me litany. From Holland, Halifax, and hell, good Lord, deliver me. When I were courting a Mary Jane, told Squire, he says one day, Well, I've got no room for wedded folk, choose will to wed or stay. Well, I couldn't leave the lass that I loved. So to town we had to flee From Holland, Halifax and hell Good Lord, deliver me I've worked in Leeds and Oddersfield And I've addled honest brass In Bradford, Keithley, Rotherham Well, I've kept me bairns and me lass and I've travelled all three ridings round, and once I went to sea. From forges, mills, and sailing boats, good Lord, deliver me. I've walked at night through Sheffield lanes, well, twas same as being in hell, where furnaces thrust out tongues of flame. And they roared like wind on fell. And I've summed up coil in Barnsley pit. We mock up to me knee. 
From Sheffield, Barnsley, Rotherham, good Lord, deliver me. I've seen fog creep across Leeds Brig, as thick as Bastille soup. And I've lived where folks were stowed away, like rabbits in a coop. And I've seen snow float down Bradford Beck, as black as ebony. From Hunslet Hall back, Whipsy Slack, good Lord, deliver me. But now us children are all fled to the country we've come back. And there's forty miles of heathery moor to us and coil pits lack. And as I sit bit fire at night, well, I laugh and shout wiggly. From Holland, Halifax, and hell, good Lord, deliver me. Dave Burland with the classic title track of what is one of the greatest folk albums of all time, The Dalesman's Litany. I suppose the end of the 60s and the beginning of the 70s was probably the flowering of English folk. In terms of folk clubs, there were folk clubs in every city in the country, loads of them. And there was plenty of work for people like me that were going round the country, jobbing folkies, Dave Burland, Tony Rose, Nick Jones, the Dransfields, Christy Moore, we were all able to make a living going round night after night, usually sleeping on people's settees because very few people who ran folk clubs had big houses with plenty of spare bedrooms. I myself ran the folk club in Crumsall and people used to have to sleep on the floor because we hadn't even got a settee big enough and the kids would get up for school in the morning and have to tread very carefully over the McCalmans or the Yetis or Johnny Handel or the Dransfields, or whoever, happened to be staying at the house. Here's three of the folk groups stroke artists who spent some time kipping on our floor in number nine, Cathkin Avenue. In the other day appear, Robin and Barry Dransfield, Nick Jones and Christy Moore. Salisbury Plain, what a dainty fine sight I behold. As lasses were crying and tearing their hair, all the routers just come for the blues. All the routers just come for the blues. Then each one home to their mothers to run. Send me hearties undone, it is true. I'll pack up me clothes without for delay, and boldly I'll march with the blues. And boldly I'll march with the blues The landlord and landlady walk hand in hand And so do they pretty girls too And each one poured out a bottle of gin To drink a good health to the blues To drink a good health to the blues 
your ship, she is rigged, and we all set sail. How sweetly the French all play too. And each one sent up a loud huzzah. Success to King George in his blues. Success to King George in his blues. Gallant young fellas as ever you see, for you search Bonnie Britain all through. When dressed in his majesty's suit, you'll agree that none can compare with the blues. That none can compare with the blues. As I crossed over Salisbury Plain, but a dainty fine sight I behold. As lasses were crying and tearing their hair, all the routers just come for the blues. All the routers just come for the blues. red wine Oh where will I get a fine mariner to sail seven ships of mine And then up spoke a fine young man sat at the king's right knee Sir Patrick Spens is the best mariner as ever sailed on the seas So the king he has written a broad letter and signed it with his own hand and he sent it up to Sir Patrick Spence, a walking all on the strand. And the very first lines that Patrick he read, a little laugh then gave he. And the very last lines that Patrick read, the salt tears filled his eyes. Oh, who is he that had done this deed and told the king on me? For never was I a good mariner, and never do intend to be. A late yestreen I saw the new moon with the old moon in her arms. And I fear, I fear a deadly storm, a ship and she will come to harm. But rise up, rise up, my merry men all, a little ship she sails in the morn. Whether it's a windy or whether it's a wet, or whether there's a deadly storm. And they hadn't been a sailing a league or more, a league but barely nine. Till the wind hadn't wet, and sleet and snow come a-blowing up behind. Oh, where can I get a little cabin boy to take the helmet in hand? While I go up to the top mast high and see if I can't spy land. Come down, come down, Sir Patrick Spence, we fear that we all must die. For in and out of the good ship's hull, the wind and the ocean fly. 
And the very first step that Patricky took, the water it came to his knees. And the very last step that Patricky took, they drowned there he were in the seas. And many was the fine feather bed that floated on the foam. And many was the little Lord's son that never, never more came home. And long, long may their ladies sit with the fans all in their hands before they see Sir Patrick Spens come a sailing along the strand. For it's fifty miles to Aberdeen shore, it's fifty fathoms deep, and there does lie Sir Patrick Spens with the little lords at his feet. Of the ring that young Will you show, 
you heard them. You got Route of the Blues from the Dransfields, Robin and Barry Dransfield, the title track of their first album, and that was followed by Sir Patrick Spence from Nick Jones' first album, Ballads and Songs, and finally you heard Christy Moore there with The Dark-Eyed Sailor from his album Prosperous. All three of those albums and Dave Boland's that went before were recorded by Bill Leader, who gave so many people a leg up in the folk world. It is unbelievable. He did first albums for people that nobody else would have touched, but other record companies were blind towards what was happening in the folk world. But Bill wasn't, and he did lots of people's first albums, including mine, A Lancashire Lad. But before I did A Lancashire Lad, I recorded another album with Bill for Topic. That was Deep Lancashire, one of Topic's bestsellers of all time. A load of us assembled at Manchester UNMIST, that's the University of Science and Technology. There was me, there was Dave Brooks, there was the Oldham Tinkers, there was Harry Bowman, of course, who was one of the main organisers behind it. And we just stood there in the middle of the theatre and sang our songs while Bill recorded them. That album, Deep Lancashire, was the making, in particular, of the Oldham Tinkers, who are one of my favourite bands of all time. Three lads who just basically stood up and did it. A wonderful blend of Lancashire humour, song, traditions and witty insight. I've loved everything that they've done. In particular, this track, Oldham's Burning Sands. Mystery Sarmano no se dolcerva, e dolcerva, musidi no son borena manda. Amadim, 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 rundum, chevidim, 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 no on the plains of Oldham's burning sands that I was born with fingers on both hands. And down below the orange groves of Werneth I was made the premier dancer of them all In the Urim, where they were and pretty low And sometimes where they were and none at all When the Sultan saw me do me cowheel glide Well I blushed and dropped me eyes onto the floor in me quaint Egyptian style, me quaint Egyptian style, 
I will wriggle, twist and twiggle, like a crocodile. Hear me Egyptian language flow. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Penny on the water, out goes she. Itchy goo, itchy treat. Skinny Lizzie is the Urim Queen. Mr. Intendistra, mother's and day. Jutta molten deistra, vainus o de. Las drividis in a monosis, monosin. Armontan deistra, mother's o de. Well, the earning clock had just struck ten to four. When the Sultan met me at the earning door. He said, Me sugar plum. That's captivated me, and I blushed and I dropped my eyes onto the floor. In the urn, where they were a pretty low, and sometimes where they were a none at all. When the Sultan saw me do me cowheel glide, well I blushed and I dropped my eyes onto the floor. In the quaint Egyptian style, me quaint Egyptian style, I will wriggle, twist and twiggle. Like a crocodile, hear me Egyptian language flow. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Penny on the water, out goes she. Itchy coo, itchy treat. Skinny Lizzie is the Urim Queen. <laughs> Oldham's Burning Sands from the Oldham Tinkers. If you just joined us in Tennessee, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, or wherever, this show is a bit of a different one because it's my birthday today so i'm indulging myself terribly in just playing tracks from a load of old mates and playing tracks that really happened to me as i was making my way along the pathway of this earthly existence talking of which i'm going to play a track now from my mate bernard wrigley we've been pals for as long as i can remember certainly ever since the early folk club days in the 60s and we're still pals now. We appeared together in Waiting for Godot at the Bolton Octagon, and it was one of the happiest six, seven weeks of my life. We both enjoyed working with Andy Hay at Bolton and being part of a great production of what is one of the most marvellous plays in the world. Well, Bernard is still gigging, still making people laugh, and still making fine records. For my money, this is one of the classic Bernard Wrigley tracks. It's The Secret Life of Walter's Mittens. Not Walter Mitty, Walter's Mittens. There was a jumble sale up at the Scout Hut, not last Sunday, Sunday before. And our Walter knew he were first in the queue. He took a flask and camped at the door. He woke up on step the next morning with a stiff neck, wet pants and backache. He had to retrieve his belongings that his mam gave away by mistake. The Bruins book didn't concern him, nor his clothes at rest of the clutter. It were his old woolly mitts, all holy and split, that made him behave like a nutter. He paid ten pence to get the mitts back, they thought he were out of his head. Paying that for some raggy old mittens, but he'd have paid him ten quid if they'd said. See, the mitts had been knit by his grandma from an old Persian rug she'd unravelled. It were an ugly old matted-up eyesore that Grandpa picked up on his travels. Nobody knew it were magic. 
He'd got it from some old bazaar When travelling the world with a circus As a clown. Are you with me so far? Well, nobody knew of its powers And Grandpa himself is long gone In fact, we don't know if he'd give it a go If he had, well, he hadn't let on You see, to get the carpet to work You need to say Alakazam but if you weren't shown, you wouldn't have known, so it sat on the floor at his grands. Its powers were passed to the mittens, but still no one knew what were what. Till one day last March, young Walter put the mitts on to go to the shop. Cos Walter were apprenticing garage in the back lane behind the co-op. And in keeping with motor trade traditions, at dinner times got sent to the shop. Now one day his list got blown from his hand, but all the blokes still got fed. Cos he'd a right good memory had Walter, he could recite it off top of his head. Cos Ray had cheese, and Duffy had egg, and a bacon and brown sauce for Jimmy. And Billy has spam, and Alakazam. Cos he said magic word, are you with me? Yes, Alakazam was the mystical word, Walter were quite overcome. For a voice said, You are my master, and seemed to come from a hole in the thumb. Magic mitten at your command. Say where you'd like me to fly. Cup final next May, said Walter, being daft. Thumb said, I'll give it a try. They soared away through time and space to Wembley and landed next May. I won't say who won, cos it spoils all the fun, but he cheered when his team saved the day. After the match, he were landed intact at the garage, where lads were stood round, saying, Where have you been for us sarnies? And what you doing three foot off the ground? So he told them the tale of the mittens, how he'd said magic word in the shop. So what was it you said then, said Alec? I'm buggered if I know, I forgot. It'd likely be abracadabra, said Ray, who knew nout about out, and they spent rest at day suggesting, but managed to come up with nout. Now the trip only took them ten minutes, but the ham had gone off during flight, and poor Alec got food poisoning, and had deja vu with Sarney that night. But Walter still hopes, as he goes for the grub, that he one day might get a repeat. He's not likely to say Alakazam anymore. Alex turn veggie and give up on meat. <laughs> the Secret Life of Walter's Mittens, Bernard Wrigley, and that's from an album called Now So Funny as Folk. One of the finest acts I ever toured with were the McCalmans. They were just so funny but so skilful so talented, such great harmonies, such great voices, and such great musicians. I toured with them, well, all over the place. Malta, Gibraltar, Ben Becula, Germany, Cyprus, you name it, we went there. And my admiration for them knows no bounds. This is a song that we used to sing late into the night, very often. After the shows, we'd just kick off again and start singing with a few beers and go on until daft o'clock. If you know the song, sing along with it. If you don't, then just wind the show back and start all over again. And make sure you join in the chorus. This is the McCalmans with the Mingalay Boat Song.
song from the McCalmans and that comes from an album called Scottish Songs. My two daughters Sarah and Emma when they were little came in one day and they said the McCalmans are staying aren't they? They'd just come back from school. We were living in the Yorkshire Dales by then. The McCalmans are staying. I said how did you know? They said the dustbins full of empty McEwan's export tins. Many years travelling round together, I can still taste the bratwurst of Cologne and the kebabs of Nicosia. Those good old days. Travelling and singing with a load of mates. During those years, I didn't forget Ireland and went backwards and forwards on several occasions, sometimes staying with Christie in Dublin, other times just going out to the west, which I've always loved. And the west of Ireland is where the next singer comes from. 
Dolores Keane, described by Nancy Griffith as the voice of Ireland. She is one of my favourite singers ever. And this is one of my favourite songs, Paul Brady's great song, The Island, one of the best songs ever written about the troubles between the north and the south of that beautiful island. And nobody sings it better, for my money, than Dolores Keane.
Dolores Keane with a classic version of the great Paul Brady song, The Island. And that comes from an album called The Best of Dolores Keane. Well, in the mid-70s, I got a little bit famous when I had a record in the hit parade in the top 20 and appeared on Top of the Pops, sat on a stuffed Alsatian dog. And I'm not going to go there. If you want to know why, you're going to have to find out yourselves. But it made me a little bit famous, and one of the results of that was that I was allowed to make a few films that I fancied making, one of which was a series travelling down the Appalachian Mountain Trail on a pushbike on a ten-speed, meeting old-timey musicians, playing music with them, and also just exploring that beautiful part of America. And I was privileged to be taken to meet people like Corin Sammons, the great banjo player and the last of the Hammonds family, Deli Norton, a beautiful singer whose aunt had been recorded by Cecil Sharp, and Woody Simmons, a wonderful fiddle player whose mantelpiece was full of trophies that he'd won at various county fairs in fiddling competitions. But he had about five heart bypasses, and his wife had hidden his fiddle. He was in his late seventies, I guess. His wife had hidden his fiddle, but not deterred. One jot, he used to slide out of the bedroom window. Get in his car, drive to the county fair, borrow a fiddle, win another prize, give the fiddle back, and drive all the way back home again, climb in the bedroom window, and put another trophy on the mantelpiece before his wife found out. He was a great character. When I interviewed him for the BBC when we were making the film in the Appalachian Mountains, he described himself as part Scots, part Irish, part Cherokee, and part Chippendale. This is Woody Simmons playing a tune that I learnt from him and that I still play in the band. Whiskey before breakfast. Thank you. 
Audie Simmons, the great Appalachian mountain fiddler, with Whiskey Before Breakfast, and that comes from an album called Woody Simmons Live at WVMR. Now, another result of being a little bit famous, because of fortune and fame being thrust upon me, courtesy of my one-hit record, was that I was asked to go on Desert Island Discs. For those listening who don't know, Desert Island Discs is a famous BBC radio programme, and guests are invited on and asked to say which records they would take with them if they were marooned on a desert island. And like all the other guests that have appeared on it, I made my choices. Most of them, in fact pretty much all of them, were folk records of one type or another. And the one that I began with, and the one which I said that if all the other records were taken from me, I'd have this one, was Dick Gocken from his album No More Forever, singing a song called The John McLean March. John McLean was one of the Labour organisers and leaders on the River Clyde. He was jailed for his activities, trying to better people's lives, fighting for working conditions and fighting for the rights of his fellow men. He was put in jail simply for being an agitator and standing up for people's rights. When he was released, the entire city of Glasgow came out to welcome him home. And this song, which commemorates his return to Glasgow, never fails to make the hairs stand up on the back of my neck. Not just the words of the song, but the total commitment and love and the depth of feeling with which it is sung by the great Dick Gawkin. Hi, Mac. Did you see him as he come down by Gorgie? A war the lamel or north o' the tay. Yon man is coming, and the hail tune is turning out. What a share he'll win back to Glasgow the day. The joiners and hodders on our marching for Clyde Bank. Come on now and hear him, here be our thrang to bide. Turn out Jock and Jimmy, leave your crans and your muckle gantries. Great John McLean's coming back to the Clyde. Argyle Street in London roads the route that were marching. The lads frae the Brumalaw are here to a man. Hey, Neil Ward, your hodderums, your big heel and chuchter, get your pipes, mate, and march at the heads o' the clan. Hello, Pat Malone, sure I knew ye'd be here, so the red and the green lad will wear side by side. Garbles is his the day, and Glasgow belongs to him. New great John McLean's coming home to the Clyde. Forward to Glasgow, Green will march and get order. Will grips his banner wheel, that boy is nae blade. Aye, there, man, that's Johnny New. That's him there, the bonny fechter. Lennon's his fear, lad, and leap connects his mate. Tack ten, twenty speaking. For they'll mind what he said here In Glasgow, your city And the hail world beside Och, I lad, the scarlet's bonny Here's to ye, heel and shawnee Great John McLean has come home to the Clyde Ah, well, when it's finished I'm a back to Springburn Come home to your tea, John will soon hae ye fed It's hard work the speaking Och, I'm sure he'll be tired the nicht. I'll sleep on the flare, Mac, and gee John the bed. The hail city's quiet, no. It kens that he's resting. At him with his Glasgow friends, their fame and their pride. 
The Reds will be warm, my lads, and Scotland will march again. No great John McLean has come in, say the Clyde. John McLean's march from the album No More Forever, the great voice of Dick Gawkin. And Dick, if you're listening, get well soon, mate. We want you back on the road. Now, although during the late 70s, 80s and 90s I was on the road doing loads of stand-up comedy tours, I still got back whenever I could to the Irish pubs in Manchester to play a few tunes and often down to London to the favourite in Holloway Road or Mooney's in the Strand or the Empress of Prussia, Bob Davenport's great club in Islington. I particularly remember one hairy night in the Empress of Prussia with Loudon Wainwright and the usual suspects. I've long been an admirer of Bob Davenport, a man for me who's never strayed far from his roots, and I've had the pleasure of working with Bob on many an occasion and actually recorded one of his albums at a little studio I had in Dentdale, Cumbria, when I was living there. The album was called The Red-Haired Lad, and this is Bob singing a song that I remember from my own childhood, The Stone Outside Dan Murphy's Door. About the place he was born in and raised And end up his story by saying We'll go there next year if we're spared But the tears I love best from his childhood Though sadly I'll hear them no more Were the times that he had when he was a lad On a stone outside Dan Murphy's door how clearly those days he remembered Back home on his own native shore And the songs that were sung In the days that were young On the stone outside Dan Murphy's door When the day's work was done They would meet them In the summer or winter the same No worries or cares did they have then and life seemed an innocent game Dan Murphy would fetch down his fiddle While his daughter looked after the stone The tunes they would ring Oh, songs they would sing On the stone outside Dan Murphy's door How clearly those days he remembered Back home on his own native shore and the songs that were sung in the days that were young On the stone outside Dan Murphy's door In memories my uncle would wander To the scenes of his childhood at home To the friends and relations he met there T'was poverty caused him to roam Though here in this country he prospered I know in his heart he felt sore When in memory he flew To the days that he knew On the stone outside Dan Murphy's door How clearly those days he remembered Back home on his own native shore And the songs that were sung In the days that were young On the stone outside Dan Murphy's door how clearly those days he remembered 
Stone Outside Dan Murphy's Door from Bob Davenport's album The Red-Haired Lad and I've just got time for one more song in this my birthday celebration show it's been a little bit self-indulgent I do realise but I hope you've enjoyed this journey through my own particular musical past you've probably got a musical past of your own that you could make a show about and I'd actually be very interested to hear what your musical past would be like I'm going to finish with a song called Closing Time by Mary Asquith. The song struck me as a classic the very first time I heard it sung. Mary Asquith, sadly no longer with us, she died far too young. She had a voice that was, I always say, tuned by old Holborn tobacco and whiskey. She wasn't a big lass, but she was tough enough when she needed to be. Manchester singer-songwriter who wrote some beautiful songs and did a lot of great gigs. And this, for my money, is one of the best songs she ever wrote.
With, with Closing Time from our album of the same name, bringing the show to a logical conclusion. Next week, the show is going to feature an interview with Shorv Hans talking about the various things they've been involved in, including a new tour they just embarked on. So don't forget to tune in for that. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget to go to the website, 3wsmikehardingfolkshow.com, where you can find links through to all the artists that have appeared on this show. You can also find a Hall of Fame. You'll find a gallery there with loads of folky pics, and you'll find a little donate button where you can fling a few bob at this show, should you so wish, because as Christmas approaches, so do the bills for the servers, the websites, the P.O. box, and everything else which we have to pay out for. So if you want to keep the show going, just throw us a few bob, if you so wish. Again, thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget to spread the word, please, because we've got no money for advertising, and word of mouth is always the best advert there is. If you've enjoyed the show, of course, that is. Look after yourselves because it's a funny old world out there and it ain't getting any less funny. Ta-da. <laughs>